0: It's definitely uh, seems that way <laughs> well they're probably they're probably performing uh, in line with the amount that they spend on um <laughs> on Janzi von Rensburg's food bill <laughs> Janzi <Yeah. laughs> Janzi von Rensburg <laughs> uh okay let's go Hello and welcome to this. It is the Egg Chasers rugby podcast. The podcast about rugby doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. I'm JB, sat in the rugby dungeon, and alongside me is Philip. Hello, Phil. Hello, Jonathan. And of course, down the line, because it's not really a Saturday or Sunday, it's Tim Cocker. Hello, Tim.
1: (laughs) Evening, gents. Yeah, currently, as, well, if this were a Sunday evening, it would just be me and Phil because you'd be in Portugal.
0: Yes, that's right, that's right. But, uh, yeah, we can pretend We can pretend Yeah, let's
1: pretend it's Sunday. Do you enjoy
0: the games? Cracking set of games.
2: Oh, what a set of games. Those results. Oh, all the results. And the weather as well, amazing. The the weather, the
0: results.
1: It was kind of, the weather, what I found amazing was that it was kind of, at one time, you'd look at the weather and it would be kind of uh, rainy, and then it would kind of the sun would break through, and it almost at the same time there were all the weathers.
0: I yeah, depending on which which ground you are at. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, amazing. Uh, well, enough of that because we're going to be talking about the England team, which is forthcoming. Uh, but before we do any of that, we're going to tell you about where you can find us on Twitter at. I was going to say egg chasers. It's not at egg chasers. It's at rugby podcast. I wonder who is at egg chasers. Doesn't matter. They've
1: got. They've never tweeted. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, you know, there is a land, g- that, there is that a guy stuff. who
0: has a, t- a Twitter handle, rugby dungeon, and after I did the first four or five episodes, he offered me the Twitter handle, but I declined. But a very nice man, all the same. Did he offer it? You
1: wanted, some, for he wanted a a fee? some money,
0: yeah? Yeah. No, no. He only had like twelve tweets, and he said, "Yeah, you'll, you're you're going to use it. I'm not. So if you want it, you can have it." Mm. So nice, nice chap, eh? Um, you anyway, can al- you can also find us on Instagram, and you can find us uh, on Facebook and on YouTube as well. Amazingly,
1: yes. Uh, and the reason that we're doing a podcast like this is because JB is away.
0: Yeah, I'm selfish.
1: Uh, and so we're getting together on Monday to do the full podcast. But you know what? We understand that egg chasers and a Monday morning commute are... I mean, what what two things go together? Trump and, like, Trump uh, and sexual a assault. And a cor- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Theresa um, May and Funny Walks. You're... you're... <laughs> <laughs> you're cheekbones, and a cornerstone razor.
0: Egg. Oh, even more perfect.
1: Yes, so so we didn't want to deny you that Monday morning pleasure, so uh, hence, hence we're doing this little special podcast. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, but just before we get into the whole England, because what this podcast is going to be is a selection of our England squad for the upcoming Autumn International. Just very, very quickly, have you seen the big movie news of the week?
2: I have, actually. The Japan... South Africa movie news Yeah. the week.
1: Yes. So... Japan Miracle is going to be turned into a movie.
2: Amazing. About time, actually. Now, so, in terms of rugby movies, there was another movie that was mooted at one point that was Mickey Rourke doing Gareth Thomas, the biography... Oh, yeah, I remember this. ...about Gareth Thomas that never made it. I don't think it ever got made. The thing is, Mickey Rourke's not a big man, is he? Is he not? I don't
1: think so. Yeah, but he's the size of most actors. They're they're, they're pint size. They're tiny. Yeah,
0: they are. They're really small.
1: They managed to make Matt Damon look like a massively hench, (laughs) six-foot-six unit.
0: Well, the weirdest one is Tom Hardy, who's genuinely tiny, but he looks like... Playing Bane. Bane, and also in that (laughs) fighting movie. He looks like someone you wouldn't want to tangle with, when in reality... You'd very much want to tangle with
2: him, <laughs> take his lunch money. off Yeah, him.
0: exactly. Have that,
2: and, and also, and, and of course, Tom Cruise playing uh, six foot five, two hundred and fifty pound Jack Reacher <laughs> in the Jack Reacher
0: film. Jack Reacher, who in rugby terms is most like Jamie Cudmore. Yeah, somewhere
2: between James Haskell and Jamie Cudmore. Hang on a Jack minute. Re- Does that mean
0: that if this film is made, either J- James Haskell if he makes a cameo, or Jamie Cudmore will be played by Tom Cruise? <laughs> Tom Cruise backing down uh, in the second row.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: they are going to use actual rugby players to make it authentic, like in Invictus. Uh, Joan Lomi was played by Zach Feinatu. Yes, old, the he old was. Old
0: right? Well, just to shed some um, more, more light on the Mickey Rourke one, um, there are a few things which might hold us up. Uh, number one being, uh, Mickey Rourke is one year past state pension age at 66. <laughs> well, the old state pension age. But yeah, you get the joke. Yeah. That could be difficult for him... Uh, You know, filming and stuff.
1: Well, one of the reasons that that came off the rails is because the production company in Hollywood decided that um, not enough people knew what Wales is, and so they moved (laughs) they moved the set and the whole story to Ireland.
0: No, they didn't.
1: They did. Yeah. No,
0: I'm not having that. Wow. It's true.
1: That's... Anyway, Eddie Jones is going to be played by the guy that played Django Fett in the Star Wars now,
0: reboot. Is Django Fett the same guy who played Jake the Muss in We Were Warriors? Or Once We Were Warriors, what was it called?
1: Oh, I don't know. I've not seen that. I,
0: I don't know why I think that. I think I've seen it on, on, on Twitter. But if that is the case, one of the best things to come out of... The only thing that's come out of New Zealand which is better than The All Blacks is that film. It's incredible.
2: Movies.
1: Well, I just think that Mr. Trick not casting Joe Pesci as uh, Eddie Jones. Oh. That would
0: have been good.
2: Or Danny DeVito. Danny uh,
1: DeVito. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Both of
2: those are pretty
0: good. And actually, Eddie Jones is one of the few men in rugby who was actually actor size.
2: <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> it, you know, true. there's plenty of people that can play him.
1: This is very true.
2: So, is that enough of uh, Egg Chaser's review movies? <laughs> yeah. We would be terrible at this. <laughs> no, awful. Mark Commode can uh, keep his job for now. Yeah. Uh yeah. So what uh, so what we're going to do is
0: allegedly, I don't know how this is going to work. This is the plan pre-podcast. We're going to pick the England team, right? But
2: we're going to do two players per position then two wild cards. So is that right? This is us predicting what Eddie Jones's <laughs> squad is going to be uh when he picks it in a or couple is of us weeks. it
1: asking what we would pick? Mm. Oh, sorry. Yes. Set rules What we do? Are we picking what we would pick, or are we guessing what Eddie Jones will pick?
2: Sorry, yeah. To clarify, what I want to do is pick what I would pick. Uh, so it's yes. what we would pick rather than what Eddie Jones. But this is—it's to help out Eddie, really, save him yeah, a ex- nice save him a job. Yeah.
1: All right. And just, I was thinking about this in terms of the the other home nations, and really, they're very, very settled. Uh, England are the ones in flux. um so yeah, this is this this is going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Right,
0: so let's just kick off with uh, the props because I've found this really difficult actually. Loosehead's pretty easy because there's an out and out starter, tighthead there's always been an out and out starter, but he wasn't even in the training squad this time round. And I personally
2: wouldn't keep him in the tra I wouldn't have him in my squad. Hmm. So, so I so why? So why, well, oh, so, so why would I not? Yeah. Uh he offers Virtually nothing around the park yep. in terms of carrying, uh, and he's a penalty machine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, he, he can hold us up a scrum, probably marginally better than the two. You're that talking got about Dan out. Cole
1: because you've not actually said the name of the guy you're talking about.
2: Like... We are talking about
0: Dan Cole, so, of course. Okay, let's. I, I know you shouldn't start with tight, head, but do you want to start with tight head because this is
2: this is obviously going to be the area of greatest debate? I'm not. Well, let's see. Let's see. So we can start with number three. Yeah, so because that makes
0: sense. It it's very, does a, a very egg chasery thing thing to do. Uh, so here's <laughs> yeah. what I thought. Right, who is really dominant in England as at being a tight head prop in in the scrum? Like really dominant. There's good guys. English, yeah, English. Yes, yeah, sorry, English. Yeah. But there's no one absolutely dominant. And then the more I thought about it, there's not really anyone who's brilliant around the park either. Well,
1: there is. There's on, on the round the park. Okay, point, there is.
0: Right, so give me who you think is going to add something around the park, Sinclair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a great shout. Yeah, Sinc- Sinclair's the one for me. So you have got sinks. I can, yeah, I can go with that. No,
1: I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not saying I select him. You just the question you said was who's going to offer something around the park. I'm yeah, just saying Sinclair.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I completely agree with that. And I'm just thinking. So look,
1: the contenders for this shirt are Harry Williams, Kyle Sinclair, Dan Cole. Any others that you? would Chuck in the mix.
0: So the other one that was named...
1: Henry
0: in... Thomas? Yeah, who I so was thinking. Ben Moon? Moon's a loose head. Loose. Oh, is
2: he? Hmm? Uh, the Orward. other one who was in the England squad, although he had to withdraw through injury, was Nick Shonett, the South African-born Worcester tighthead. Yeah. But f- for me, if Eddie we're picking... Jones
1: does love his foreign-born England players, doesn't he?
2: Because he's desperate. He just wants anyone, <laughs> anyone who is qualified and will give him a go. The two for me, because I think this is actually quite easy... Sinclair and Harry Williams
0: Yeah, I'm not sure it is that easy I think it's Dan Cole plus one and the reason I think that is because he's got a ton of caps to his name, he might not do anything particularly well, but I tell you what he does hold a scrum up, he's not destructive but he does hold his own and when he is playing well when he does the things he does well he's a penalty machine, but quite often for his own side I mean that was classic, I mean I've not seen that version of Dan Cole for a while but he's getting
2: over the ball. He's seeing yeah. it. He's been a not the one. Th- the one thing he does well is uh rucking. Yeah, but f- recent memory for me is penalty after penalty after penalty, rather than steal, steal, steal. I think I go so. Dan Cole and Harry Williams, and I have Dan Cole as an insurance policy. So I personally would go Cal Sinclair and Harry Williams. So Tim, casting vote.
1: Uh, well. What I have written down is Williams, and then in my second column, <laughs> Sinclair slash Cole. My thinking was <laughs> exactly like JB. It's the, the caps are quite difficult to ignore. However, I would go with Sinclair, and I think now is the time to to make that bold call because you leave it past the November tests and leave it to the Six Nations. You can't. I, I think it's you can't start doing it then i think now's the time so williams sinclair uh, are, are our tight heads for the england squad
2: and the other the other tiny bit of um evidence to back that up or opinion rather to back that up is if dan cool plays he has to start because he's yes. not he's not he can't come off the bench and so if he starts he will be continuing to get 60 minutes 60 minutes 60 minutes of uh, international experience which he doesn't really need. If one of those two goes down injured before a World Cup, you can bring in Dan Cole. Is it about whereas getting, Whereas getting Sinclair and Williams a lot more exposure to international rugby will be of much more benefit in 12 months' time. Do you think it's about need now?
0: Do you not think it's about continuity and you know, I, the team?
1: I think it's about winning. It's, I'm picking the best two props to win the next match. And I, I, I would go with Warren Gatland... Um, who selected Carl Sinclair over Dan Cole um, and Harry Williams? Um, yeah, well, but do you know? But anyway.
0: do you know what Gatland had? Tad Furlong.
2: <laughs>
0: so it's easy to get you know the wild card, the <laughs> wild card guy when you've got Tad, uh, Tad, Tad Furlong.
2: There you go. Yes, well, we're uh, all right. We're agreed anyway. So sorry. What are two two we
0: agreed on
1: is two,
2: Dan Cole two, not going. Dan Cole is not no. going. Right. Okay. Fine. You could pick
0: him Unless as one he of makes
1: your. One of our wild card slots.
0: Oh, end. what an inspired wild card! <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> flip a coin on
2: Cipriani or Dan Cole. Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay. Shall we? Shall we work down the front row then and go to Hooker? Yeah. If go we're up. going three, cool. two, one. Yeah. Um. So this, I think, this is interesting because you've got the uh, the captain or the previous captain. Admittedly, he was. Uh, Concussed or suffering from concussion symptoms from South Africa, so couldn't attend. Dylan Hartley as probably one of the first names on Eddie Jones's team sheet. Would either of you two pick him? Uh... Yes. So yes. I... Yes.
1: So his set, set piece is outstanding, and when you hear other pe- other players talk about him, um, they they say how. Unseen how what an influence he, he is. So I've heard he's uh, an influence. Uh, Jamie that's for George sure. be my start. Jamie George, however, I think if I was going to win a game tomorrow, he would start. But Dylan Hartley, yes, I would select.
2: So, can I move? Are we all agreed? No, that, I'm not agreed that, that we can move Jamie George into the team, into the team, yes. into the squad. <sighs> so it, would of you... course we can. Come on,
0: Jamie, Jamie George. George. Jamie George, yes, lion yes. starter. It's, right. So here's my problem, right? It's
1: not a debate.
0: Here is what the crux of the matter is regarding Dylan Hartley and why I'm reluctant, or why I'm well reluctant to to drop him. Should well, I say? Answer
1: Phil's question. We can we can well put Jamie George in the squad. Well, we well I don't know if I want them. him
0: over Luke, Luke Cowan-Dickie.
2: Yes, yes. Put in <laughs> Jamie George. <laughs> Jamie George is locked in. So then we've got one place. Left, so is it Dylan Hartley? Right. Is it Luke Cowan Dickey? Is it someone
0: else? Let me explain why I'm so conflicted here. Dylan Hartley played well when Eddie Jones took over and everyone played well and they won a grand slam and won 10 back to back games and all the rest of it. Yep. When Eddie Jones's team started to do badly, Hartley wasn't in the team. So the narrative now is look how good Hartley is because look how much you miss him when he's not there because they're losing. And I don't know if that's real, and if it is real, he has to go, or if it's not, because Eddie Jones has just worn down his team to
2: the point that it's no longer any good. So you want to test your hypothesis that Dylan Hartley is a fundamental component in England playing well? By playing Luke Cowan Dickie. <laughs> <laughs> to see if the <laughs> downfall 2018 continues.
0: Yeah, because I,
2: I can't see him being the guy to rescue the team. Can you? That's... No, I can't. No. So in mine, in my original picks, I had Jamie George and LCD, MHD, mullet Dicky. Yes, well, he's got a very nice haircut now, so it's different. Picked. He's but, always
1: mullet Dicky to us.
2: But having the two of you both put that forward, I think I'm going to go with Tim and Dylan Hartley, but only to prove your Dylan Hartley hypothesis, <laughs> JB.
0: Yes, so thank I'm you. I'm
2: kind of agreeing with both of you.
0: Yeah, well, that's unusual. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that... There we go, Jamie George and, and Dills. Perfect. So Mako and who else? Great question. Yeah,
1: Mako
2: this, is this, lot, this is lot one of the think.
1: hardest to pick now with Joe Marler's withdrawal.
2: Yeah, because it would have been very easy. Now Ellis Genj, who has previously been involved, is obviously out injured mm-hmm. uh, until the new year at least. Ben Moon got called up into the squad. Um there's others.
0: Now can I just say about Ben Moon? I've done one or two interviews now and again, and when I ask the question—the really boring scrimmaging question—who gave you trouble in the scrum, Ben Moon always pops up. Really, always. Who did I interview who mentioned that? Uh, Kieran Brooks uh, said it. Yeah, and there's someone else who said it recently. So, yeah, I would—I um, wouldn't mind sticking with him. And also, he works pretty hard. There's also Hepburn who has been in and around the England team, but I don't know if he's fit.
2: I do like Hepburn.
1: He is. He's fit. He's been playing.
2: Can I say, Moon yeah, He start... and
1: Hepburn have been sharing the jersey for Exeter.
2: He started at the weekend. Hepburn. Mm. Yeah.
0: So probably Hepburn actually out out those two. I think his work rate off the ball is superb. So Hepburn
2: for me. Tim, any any uh, improvement? Any other offerings?
1: <sighs> it's no, and I think this highlights that this is this is a real issue, um, and that. I'm not sure he's in the last of Joe Marler in an England jersey.
2: I agree with that point. Definitely. Would, would you look at Would you look at Ross Harrison? I, I'd be tempted uh, to, to look and yeah. get him into the squad. A Barno uh, injured, out injured for long, long, long time. time. Uh, Nathan Cat is a good player. Nathan Cat is a he's had such a bad time with injuries. If he can get fit, he's a real contender. Matt Mullen a couple of years ago would have been yeah uh, on the list. Again, hurt. But yeah, I I, I had down Mako and he- Alex Hepburn, so go for those two. There we go. Let's go for those two, and then second row. So we'll pick four second rows. Yeah. So a full full stable. So let's do the easy ones. Mario, yeah, Laws, and Launchbury, I would say that yes. all three of those have to be there. They're, mm. they're a brilliant oh, combination 100%. of athleticism and experience. Okay. So. So you you're looking for one extra. And leadership. Cruis, uh, very good point, leadership as well. Cruz. or Cruis,
0: George Cruz, there you go. Yeah. Um, Dave Atwood, he's back in the fold now. Dave Atwood. I've... So, so is Ed Slater. Yes, big time Ed Slater. Yeah. That's not his nickname, just saying he's big time. <laughs> Ed big time Slater. Ed big time Slater. Uh, do you know what? I'd love to see him get back into England colours. He's a good leader. He's had a hell of an impact at uh, Gloucester. Yeah, why not? Nick Izquier. So
1: the, ne- the next two of uh, the next two contenders, as you just said there, Phil. Nick Izquier and Johnny Hill went to South Africa as well. He's now injured. Yeah, uh, for a while. As, um,
0: yeah, sharing a treatment room with Young contender.
2: Simmons. Sadly.
1: Yes. That news. Yeah.
2: So there's been no detail about the dur- the the duration of their injuries, but it sounds bad.
1: As we record this.
2: Sorry, not not when we record this, yeah.
1: But, no, no, as as we're recording it. Hopefully, I'll have uh, grilled Rob Baxter on Friday night and uh, got an answer out of him. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yes.
2: But he he has... But, he, the one thing I did read was he hopes for them to be back before the end of the season. That's good. Yeah. So that is...
1: Oh. Johnny Hills is a hand or finger issue and Sam Simmons is a knee.
2: Yeah. Mm. I think
1: he's more severe. But anyway, we'll see on that. So... Uh, Crew, uh, uh, Launchbury, Itoji, Laws, and Cruz would be my four.
2: Cruz,
0: I would like to see Slater. I really, really like to actually. He he's got some good uh, go forward as well with his carrying. But you know, George Cruz is a li- George Cruz is a lion. He's a bloody brilliant player. It's
2: hard to look past him if he's on form. The one that I want to see more of, and I think if he gets back to his best, could really challenge that four is Dave Atwood. Mm, I like but Dave Atwood I've, too. I've not yet this season seen enough of him. So I,
0: I have, think one, I, I, I think, think his
2: was one of the great performances coming off the bench with his 86 tackles or something. Yeah, 86 tackles in 11 minutes. Yeah, unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Those European weekends are going to be big for Dave Atwood.
2: Yes. A- absolutely. Well said, yeah. Tim. Right, back row. Do you want to do this back to front like we did the front row or front to back?
1: Let's go some bit, six. Yeah, it's a bit easier, actually, because we can just tick number eight off, can't we?
2: Number eight is really easy. Simmons and Bi- Well, oh, Sorry, uh, Billy. Bi- <laughs> Billy. Billy and Nathan. Simmons, is it Nathan, though? Sim- Simmons is injured. Does anyone... Oh, yeah, okay, fine. Does anyone think Nathan's a little bit overrated at this point? I think Nathan is unproven at the highest level. He's, he's generally been unconvincing at the highest level. I think he's... He, he did, he, in South Africa... He carried very, very hard, if a little bit less Wasn't effective. he getting
0: driven back by Faf at one point?
2: He did at did one point. Didn't he get point, carried by Faf de Klerk? But he also made a lot of metres with ball in hand and carried a lot. Uh, bearing in mind... I'm the
1: mitigating... Oh yeah, sorry, Phil, go
2: on. I was just going to say that, that missing Billy uh, is enormous, and he did a lot of carrying, mm. but not always as effective as someone like Billy might be.
1: And I'll speak up for Nathan Hughes and say that last season he had lots of niggly injuries. I don't think he ever was fully fit the whole season. And he seems to have had a really good pre-season and has looked really good this year. Hmm. He looked like he did a couple of years ago this season in the f- opening five, five weeks of the Premiership.
2: But you're right. If Sam Simmons would fit was fit, there might be a question mark there. As Sam Simmons is yeah. not fit. what Mercer maybe for me maybe as a six cuz he plays six when Falatout plays yep uh maybe as a wild card Ooh. yeah he seems to be the sort of guy I'd fit that but yeah i've not seen enough to I'm
1: happy to go with uh billy and nate and then a little pen and then mercer in the potential wild card column
2: yes i think so okay Bye-bye. so moving down to 7 who, who have you got? This
1: is, this is easy for me as well. So I'll just say Tom Curry and Sam Underhill.
2: That's exactly my two. Now, the only thing I would say to that is I had Sam Simmons as my as a seven to get him into the team alongside Tom Curry until he was injured. Mm. But now he's injured, 100% agree. Yeah. Cur, Curry it's and...
1: exactly the same, Phil. I, that, it's exactly the same. I had Underhill as one of my sixes. Um, I still had Underhill in the squad, but I had Simmons as well. Is Underhill
0: fit? He is, isn't he? Yeah, that boy's ridiculous. He's absolutely
2: ridiculous. He, he is hell of a player, hell of so a attacker.
1: Seems to have made. Uh, well, it's made. A, on the one hand, it's disappointing. On the other hand, it's uh, it's made this podcast a little bit quicker. It, yeah,
2: <laughs> slightly easier. So Curry and Underhill go into yeah. number seven. With
1: honourable mentions for. Um, Matt Kavezic, who has looked really good, yeah,
2: better than I ever thought possible. Ooh, six is interesting, isn't it? And
1: and Brendan O'Connor as well. We haven't seen him fit again. He's been dogged by injury, but I really want to see him have a run of games because I still don't think the door is closed on him. Although it it looks that way from the fact Teddy Jones hasn't picked him in the past. But
2: and another honourable mention. Another honourable mention to Mark Wilson. Yep, who will again be missing out. And actually, Gary That's
1: Graham, been wearing, who, who has is been wearing a number eight shirt as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, he has. And Gary Graham is the other one who I think has been
2: playing his tail off. Yeah,
1: Anony machine
2: mm. loves loves a pivot. He does, doesn't he? Loves a pivot. He's
1: an angry. He's an angry guy. <laughs> a I quite like the old, Eddie Jones. Seems to like hot Yeah,
0: I wonder where that is. Um, unless they're singing to him at stations, in which case he likes to take him to court. Uh, <laughs> right, uh, number six then. Six, anyone who is English qualified of Zimbabwean descent, failing that, anyone who's qualified of
2: New Zealand descent. <laughs> is that right? That, that seems Well, behind Rob Shaw, the, the way that Eddie Jones has picked it generally is either Zimbabwean or New Zealand or South African with Michael Rhodes but now. definitely not Don Armand. Apart from Don Armand, yeah. who seems to tick every box. Although Don Armand did actually get some game time in the Six Nations, yeah, he did last game of the season um, tournament, wasn't it? Yeah, against Ireland, and
1: Argentina.
0: Did,
2: sorry,
1: and he went on the summer tour to Argentina. As oh,
2: well. last summer? No, this summer, I'm sure. No, last summer. Yeah, he didn't go on the. He didn't go this summer. He went last summer, but that was when the Lions was on. So yeah, was that's no right. Other yeah. people missing. So Dave Hewes is looming large on the horizon. I'd say. He's, he has only one game
0: and scored three tries, two tries, two tries. Felt like three. <laughs> <laughs> it, should, it should have been three. Um, looks massive, absolutely monstrous. Course, by the
1: time this podcast has come out, he'll have played another game. So it was interesting seeing how Dave, you has got on at the Rec, wasn't it? It was. Kind oh my of, word! Um, sort of an all, an all covered all bases with that performance.
2: It was unbelievable.
1: Good and, good and bad. Yes, yes. Yes.
2: Absolutely. It's, it's re- you know what. It, Having seen that performance in the flesh, it's hard to know what to make of it. Yeah, exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm with you there.
0: Um Mike Williams has been dis- been discussed. And do you know yeah. what?
1: Oh come on, Jay. Mike Williams you know, is really the, the depth chart. Come he, on. He's
2: the bottom of that list for me. Do you know he's what? he's behind he's Don kind... Armand, he's behind Don armand he's behind Michael Rhodes and he's behind Brad Shields for he, me. He is for, well, he's not behind Probably Brad Shields. Not behind Brad Shields. No, absolutely
0: not. Brad Shields came on the pitch for like three minutes and played. Well, he didn't come on for six minutes or, or, or and played second row. You know, yeah, he's definitely not. But um, he's definitely not behind Brad Shields. How, how much has Michael Williams played for England? Well, I would just say this: he's a
2: sort of guy for how whatever reason.
1: Williams played for Leicester. More the point recently. Uh,
2: is, is he fit? Uh, don't know. If you have to ask that question. Bearing in mind that we watched a Leicester yeah. game this weekend, I would just he say didn't have a good
0: game. I would just say that he's a sort of guy for whatever reason it is. Oh, he played. Eddie a... Eddie will will want to pick him up. I don't know what why. I just think he likes the abrasiveness that, that he brings.
2: He played this weekend.
0: He
2: no. was he was on the pitch,
0: and we all watched that game. Oh, yes. and none of us were aware. Oh yes, uh, and we can also say definitely Tamara Harrison will never play again. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what. The way he's playing, he would be handy for England.
2: He is very abrasive. Very abrasive. Even more abrasive than Mike Williams. Yeah. So we're going to go right, with... Right. Uh, Tim, who no, are you going with? i the depth chart. Who are um, you going with?
1: I would go with Don Armand. Yeah. And I would go with Chris Robshaw.
2: I am agreed on both counts.
0: I would go with Don Armand. Yeah. And James Haskell. Haskell. That's cool.
2: not a joke. That is no, deadly serious. I. I know. I know. Uh... We are, unfortunately, two to one. Armands gets three votes and Rob Shaw gets two votes. So we're in. I don't know what so world Brad we live
1: Shields, in. Michael Rhodes, Mark Wilson, James Haskell um, do not make our England squad.
2: No. Zach Mercer doesn't make it. Poor Zach.
1: And, and the chances of that actually being England's back row options zero. in the Ultimate International zero. are zero.
2: Oh, and, and Ben Earl didn't make it as well. What? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, do we want to pick a, a forward wild card now? Yeah. Yes. Zach Mercer seems to be popular for yeah. everyone. I'm given it would have
1: the... been Sam Simmons. Well, he would have been in. And then I would have been thinking about um, another back row player.
2: But yeah, um, I think I think Mercer for me.
1: Hmm. <sighs> No, because I think Rob Shaw can be used as a seven. Uh Um, So I would actually go Brad Shields.
2: Hmm.
0: Nick Ezequay can do multiple things.
1: Michael Rhodes Rhodes is a bit of a baller. He's he's sort of a different player, but I'd probably go Brad Shields as my wild card. But hey, if you outvote me, that's fine.
0: I would like to go with a hooker, either Tommy Taylor or Rob Webber.
1: (laughs) Not even LCD. Um, MCD. Oh, wow, right, yeah. Be-
0: hang on. Is LCD not in this squad? He's not. MHD. Right. No, we, could
1: go- we could go MCD.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, that would make sense for me then. So are we all split then? We've got one vote for Brad Shields. I'm going Zach Mercer. Jay, you're going... No, Zach... That- oh, sorry, we're doing one, not two. Just one. Yeah, Zach Mercer for me in. Zach Mercer's in.
1: Right, Zach Mercer is in.
2: Locked in. Right.
1: Right. Cool. Oh, How do you feel about that pack overall? I feel quite good about that. Yeah, I think I could... If that was the actual England pack, I'd I'd be thinking they could do a job.
2: Yeah, I think I could coach them to a few victories. (laughs) I I would be very happy with that pack, I must admit. Mm. Right.
1: That that presence of Don Armand makes a massive difference. Doesn't it? To how how that whole pack would look.
2: I, I I was thinking about Don Armand compared to someone like Zach Mercer, for example. And I keep coming back to... Eddie Jones saying that Don Armand doesn't carry enough in heavy traffic. Stop! Stop! And Stop I, it. I just can't. Stop it. <laughs> uh, it makes me angry. It's offensive. <laughs> anyway, onto the backs. Yes. Let's start with number nine. Youngs and Care. Although it should be Youngs and Robson who was called it, so Care didn't travel to uh, South Africa. Spencer did, but the the squad that was announced for the. Autumns, or the training squad for the Autumns, was Youngs, Kerr, and Robson. Yeah, so... so You've got, you got four options there. I mean, I'm happy with any... any Robson and any Kerr them, would be my two.
1: Uh, I've got Kerr in the nine jersey, Robson off the bench, you know what? Youngs I'm on form does not make it.
0: Sorry, i us start again. Robson, yes. Yeah. And my second would be Wigglesworth.
2: Wick, Wigglesworth. Wow. Uh, because
1: You're just going to the Well, no, no. So Phil's just said you got. So we got four good choices. Yeah, I'm gonna pick another one. Yeah, and I'll
0: tell you <laughs> why. Because he can control the game so much better than anyone else. Like it's a different sort of level of control that that, that he who brings. Who So
1: who starts against South Africa? Depends. I mean, if, if, if you re- if you awesome.
0: really want to win, if I mean you must really want to win this, I'd probably go with Wigglesworth. But again, it depends how you're trying to play. But you can do things with Wigglesworth you can't do with anyone else, and you can do things with Robson you can't do with anything else. And everyone else, think about the, the extremities. Everybody
2: else lies between those two. That's true. Um. So you both said Dan Robson, so he's in. Uh huh.
1: I, I I'm I'm guessing that. Uh, no, well, no. So my choice would be Kerr in the number nine jersey, Robson in the number twenty one jersey off the bench.
2: Hmm. So and Jay, you're saying Robson and Wigglesworth. Yeah. So that so Robson's locked in, so that means I can I can only choose between Care and Wigglesworth for the Usher. Well right, you can choose when you want.
1: Um, you can go for Young's if you wanted and try and persuade is that try what you and want? tell us why and get us unless, to, to...
2: Well, well I had I was very vanilla when picking these. No and, and I went for Youngs <laughs> and Care. So on that basis I'm gonna go with Tim and go for Go for Danny Kerr. Because I think the last two seasons, he has been playing some of the best rugby he's ever played. He is very good.
1: And this this opening five weeks of the Premiership, six weeks, sorry, this opening six weeks of the Premiership (laughs) season, obviously I'm judging it more on the first five games. Although, you know, some have said that his performance uh, in the... In, in the game against Saracens at the weekend was outstanding. Some have question-marked it. Some yeah. have been a bit ambivalent in the middle. So it's probably Mixed. best to just ignore the game against Saracens when we're talking
0: about Yeah, this. he had a game of two
2: halves. No two as well, that. I'm absolutely ignoring the most recent performance.
1: <laughs> um,
2: right. Kerr and Robson locked in. Number 10. Now, I, I can't help but feel number 10 has got to be considered with number 12. Yeah. Uh so where do, where do we want not, to start? Not
1: not not in my squad, but that's that's it's,
2: fine. It's not in my squad as well actually. I I've kept them quite simple, but Jay, where do you want to start then? Uh, I'm definitely picking Cipriani. Okay. I'm 100%
0: picking Cipriani. So uh, yeah, I am. The problem is if you don't pick Farrell, right? It's like it's like, claiming, you know, it's like claiming the world is round in a time when people thought the world was flat. You get mercilessly mocked. Even though you know you're right. For not picking Farrell? Well, no. It's not about not picking Farrell. It's about picking Cipriani. Okay. So then so there's a toss-up between George Ford and Farrell. And I guess I would pick Farrell.
2: But that'd be a coin flip because of the way that they're both playing. See, for me, it's the other way round. Farrell is just about the first name on the team sheet.
0: But he's not even the... He's not the best player at either position. Uh, I think, yes, he is. I, I think, do, you, I, I, do you think he's I the think, best player at 10? I think he's actually the best player at both... 100%. At both no! Position. Yeah, I think he's the best player in both positions. Disagree wholeheartedly. If he was, he would be running around in South Africa when they went on tour, winning the game. And he wasn't. It was Danny Cipriani that did that. <laughs> you know, I just don't see... he's a He's an amazing player and maybe his overall game is stronger. In fact, no, his overall game is stronger than both of those other twos. But the extreme the extreme extreme skillful part, the extreme X factor stuff, that is completely the territory of D- Danny Sorrenti and
2: George Ford. Well, maybe if you're well, going I to
1: dis- pick... I disagree it's completely the territory Mostly. of Mostly. I would That's... say if you were drawing a Venn diagram, then Owen Farrell's circle would overlap significantly on the flair stuff. But Owen Farrell Would it? is metronomically consistent and at such a high level.
2: And if, if you're going to pick the one example uh, of Danny Sepriani winning a game in South Africa yeah. and overlook the number of games that Owen Farrell has won, not only for England, including Six Nations Grand, Grand uh-huh. Slams, not only for Saracen's Premiership titles, not only for Saracen's uh, European titles, but also Lions Tours... Then I think you're cherry picking uh, at its well, ab- absolute
0: worst. Okay, so the England team, I'd say, is fundamentally built around Owen Farrell. I think the backline is. I think his his influence is far more, far greater on England than it is on Saracens. That's what I think. Okay, uh, for, 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 for m- many reasons, like the, the coaching and you know, all, all all that sort of stuff. And frankly over the last 12 months he's not been that great in an England shirt. I mean we've pointed out multiple times his defensive frailties but apparently that doesn't matter. Um he's not playing Well
1: that's 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 if you're looking at um a column that says missed tackles but
0: I know th- it's about the there's, defensive there's outcome.
1: Qualitative... exactly. Yeah so that's I've heard it all before. That they play. And I
0: just I, and it's I don't this, but system. I don't believe them. I don't believe them because they keep on losing. So I do believe him if if he plays at ten, he misses loads of
1: tackles for Saracens
0: too. <clears throat> yeah, but that's different if you're moving him into the channel uh, occupied by Brad Barrett. Now, if you are, if you are George Ford, who you know is not a great tackler, shepherding people into a channel which does not contain Brad Barrett, but instead Owen Farrell, then we've got a massive problem. So he's not getting in the England ten shirt because I actually think the coaches know that the better player, uh, the better playmakers. Or indeed Ford, and certainly Cipriani, and then when he goes to twelve, yeah, he can playmate better than anyone that he, they can put there. But he's found out defensively, and that's that's the problem. So yeah, he's going to go alongside Cipriani, but you know, I you know, it's tough.
1: I just I, I'm starting to think you're like this is like Fox News type stuff. You're just thinking <laughs> if I say this, this will get a really great reaction.
0: Well, SCL. you
1: can't mean you cannot mean what you're saying. Yes, I absolutely, I can. I absolutely can. I don't believe you.
2: I I believe that JB believes it. Hang on, no, hang on. <laughs> Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Um, so <laughs> from all that, what are you saying is your two tens? Ford, Ford and Ford, Cipriani. Ford's going to lose out. So oh, Farrell and Cipriani. Farrell and Cipriani for me. Tim, who are your two tens?
1: Farrell, Ford.
2: Me too. Wow, Farrell Ford. Wow, are locked in. You, Cipriani you could pair still, of sheep. Cipriani could still make <laughs> it as a wild card. Fifteen. Oh, brilliant. Uh, let's do twelve then, just because it flows on nicely. Yes. So, Tim, do you want to talk talk us through your twelve position?
1: Yeah, it's it it looks strange on paper at this exact moment in time, but. All the stars coming into line. It's it's pretty cut and dry for me, and very very little debate. Benteo, Manu Tuolagi. Oof. Sig- signifying Eddie Jones putting a really English identity on this England team. <laughs> um, albeit ob- 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 via um, Tonga and no Samoa and uh, and uh, New Zealand, but yeah. yeah, well no, both Samoa. Right? Anyway, yeah. you get my point. they English.
2: Yeah, Tio played for Samoa rugby league, I think. Um, I, I yeah. do. I. It took me a second to get what you meant there, but you mean the hard ball carrying twelve, the, yeah. the direct route one type twelve. Hmm.
1: Yes, and actually, I think that will with Farrell at ten. That that's, that's, it's basically Saracens, and I think it will work. An absolute treat.
2: So, I had the same thing written down, and I, I'm very. I'm very reluctant to do it just because so many teams England and Leicester in the past have been built around Manu Tuilagi and he's never been there he's never been fit and so if you if you get Tuilagi and Teo you are you are marking your intent to play a single way uh and if one or both of them are unavailable then you you simply can't do it with the personnel so mm. I'm reluctant but in a best case scenario I'd love to see those two in the squad
0: Interesting. Well, yes, I would as well. And is just about coming back to fitness, isn't he? Yeah. So I would like tail, I would like to along at 13 I think... Sorry, 12. 12. I think they do a great job. Again, for me, it's going to be about, about extremes. I don't think there is a better 12 in England, particularly defensively, than... Uh, Piers Francis. Brad
2: Barrett. Oh, <laughs> Piers Francis, sorry. Uh, Brad Barrett. <laughs> I think uh, defensively, I agree. I don't... You know... Uh, he does. It was announced last week, last uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, um, long time ago now. It seems that it was announced that he's got to go under the knife again for the plate that he had put, oh, put in his no. cheek. Oh, we, so he's out. We, we don't know. We don't know how long he's out for. But okay. So then I was going to look at two
0: players who are, who are nowhere near the England team. I mean, they're not even close. Truth be told, but I I think they would offer something completely different. And it's a toss-up, really. I would like to see Kyle Eastman be, be reconsidered, and I'd like to see Johnny Williams uh, be brought into the squad for a look. Those, those are two which I'd love to
2: see. You're banging the. Johnny if you were Williams.
1: casting your a little, if you were casting your net a bit wider, then I'd put Oli Devoto in the mix because I think he's yeah, got that mix that's another of great physicality, one. physicality and uh, ball playing.
2: He 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 is one who combined those two things very well. Yeah, probably probably the best combination of the centres with. Again, if we're going to cast an even wider net... Sam Burgess. (laughs) God, that's a wide net. (laughs) Um, How many players are down? uh, If we're going to cast a wider net, someone like Ryan Mills. Yeah, I think Ryan Mills is a cracking player. So maybe this this story of the shortage of 12 that uh, Owen Farrell is having to cover is really a story of not enough people have actually been brought into camps and considered. I think it's a story about basically cultish-like behaviour, where
0: you know we, we must acknowledge that Owen Farrell is the best player on the planet and get him in the team somehow. And it's actually damaging the rest of the England team because you can't get players who play in those positions to play there. I mean, look, think about it, think about it this way. If he was really an amazing 12, they, they, they do have an amazing 10. Why don't they ever switch those two around? Why don't they have Lozowski at 10 and Farrell at 12?
2: Uh, was just better ten, maybe, or maybe he's bit. Maybe he's just not good enough. Maybe.
1: So who are our twelves then? So Phil and I have both gone the same, have we? T
2: O one two Tio, O two Alagi
1: and, Tio, Tio, Tio and, and J B didn't sound like you were against that too much. So there are two twelves.
2: Hang on, I I was polar opposite. I was uh, Eastman and Johnny Williams,
0: and I was East. Uh, I'm going with Johnny Williams and Barrett. Barrett.
2: Maybe you can get them as a wild card. Yeah, maybe. Brad Barrett. Uh, D- Brad Barrett and Dan Cole, the two least inspiring <laughs> wild cards ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> uh, right, outside centre. This is easy. Is it? Go on, then.
1: It's a lot easier than it was a year ago. Um, Slade and Luzowski.
2: Uh I am also on Slade and Lozowski with, with a nod that I would like to have Elliot Daly there if only... Uh, Anthony Watson was fit to mm. have it
0: as an outside back. I'm going to go with Lazoski, 100% I think he's a nail on he should be the nailed on starter. Three votes for Lazoski. And I would I like Slade. <sighs> yeah, probably Slade. I was going to go Tuolangi, but uh Slade. is also
2: at 12 or in the squad at
0: well, 12. Well, yeah, but not, in
1: your, not my not in, your head. in the squad already. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: I think it would be interesting just to see how they do set up whether you do play Tuolagi at 13 or um, and Luzowski at 12, say. Mm. But I don't think it really yeah. matters because when those two are playing, if if it is those two, you can interchange them and have, if you want the distribution of 12, Luzowski moves in. If you want the crash ball 13, Tuolagi moves out. Yeah so we're settled then Tio Tuolagi Lazowski and Slade are our four centres and then,
1: and then other, other guys just again not need to talk about it, but Jonathan Joseph will be coming back at some point soon and um, yes. Joe Marchant has been playing well for Quinns he so, has uh, it's actually quite rich pickings in that position
2: and Trinder who's Trinder yeah for the first time in ages has had a run of games do you put much stock into 12 trees who's been
0: playing in a good club well who was playing? You know what? Him, him and
1: him and Piers Francis have been doing really well at twelve. Piers Francis in, in particular. If you wanted, if if wanted that type of player, England have got options.
2: Yeah, I agree. Honorable mention to those two as well. Uh, and we have we've not always been the kindest to those two. So, not exactly. So they are Very playing. True. They are playing well. Um. Right. Wingers. Yeah. So this is interesting. So Watson is is injured. And mm-hmm. we'll be out till at least after Christmas. Yeah. Uh, there's one of the form wingers in the world, in my opinion. Johnny May. Yep. Has to be in there. Agreed. Yeah, he's in. We're all on that. Elliot Daly as well. We're not picking him as a set outside centre, so. I'm picking him at the fullback. You pick him as a fullback? Yeah. Uh, okay. No, actually, I'll pick him in the wing. I think.
1: Yeah, I'll have him as a winger.
2: I think if he starts or is on the bench, he can cover. Yeah. His advantage is he can cover so many players. Then, after those two, after May and Daly have been slotted in, who else do you go for? <laughs> uh, Jack Knoll. Jack Knoll is on my team sheet as well. Ollie Woodburn would be another guy that I like. Ah, he's in. He's injured. Oh. If, if he's injured. only Woodburn was available.
0: Uh, Denny hasn't deserved it, quite
2: frankly. I'm Yard not... hasn't deserved it yet. No, Yard's, Yard's looked decent. But I would agree that he's not deserved it. Yeah, he's yeah he uh, you hasn't.
1: Right, you are the contenders. Rocco hasn't been hasn't started the season firing all guns blazing. Don't Christian, say. Wade. No. Christian
2: Wade, Cock and a Singer, Christian Wade has been Singer been awful at the start of the se- season. Uh, uh,
1: see, I, I know I know a lot of people will say oh, he hasn't played and stuff, but I would actually pick Chris Ashton and Jack Knowles as the, two, uh, the other two wingers.
0: Yeah, I mean it's difficult, isn't it, to pick Chris Ashton because. Yeah, you know, there's no game tape of him in the Premiership this time round, but there is reams and reams and reams and reams of it of him being the top scorer in France, and he's fit and yeah.
2: And why not? To be honest, so we we haven't seen him this year. Last season, including his Barbarians performance, where he scored a hat trick against England, and all of his previous performances with with Saracens. There's still question marks for me over his defensive positioning, but I would have him in in the squad because. Otherwise, he has come back to England for nothing. Yeah. So I would have Ashton with a a nod.
1: Well, as as it stands, you could say Cipriani has tied himself to England for nothing.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You could do, I guess. He
1: would have have been off to France, wouldn't he, if he if he hadn't have been uh, there. Oh, he'd
2: he'd be so rich. (laughs) Imagine the parties (laughs) he could have gone to in France. Oh, the champagne parties.
1: He'd have probably even got a place for Nev on the squad as well. he he could have been out there as well.
0: That'd be so good. Killing it with his mate Nev. Did Did you see Nev? Was it? Because you said you, were see, you, you saw Nev at Gloucester yeah, or something.
1: Yeah, Nev was at um, the Gloucester-Saracens game at Allianz Park. Yes, Him Nev. and were hanging out after the game.
0: Of course he was. Interesting. Good old Nev. Uh, cool. Right, fullback. Uh, so I've already picked Daly. So for me, it is going to be,
2: um, sh- sh- I can't remember. Hold on. Have I picked Daly on the wing? Uh, I think we all yes. said Daly on the wing in the end. Yeah. Uh, so
1: is Johnny, May, Chris Ashton, Elliot Daly, Jack Noll.
0: So I got confused now because I was gonna go with uh Daly and Woodward at fullback. Woodward, but now I'm gonna to to go. You
1: You're your main man, Alex. Good, JB.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. That's what I was thinking. I, I knew I knew that that, that that
2: was confused. Yeah, Woodward it's and good. good and wood. There you are,
1: right,
2: Tim. Any uh improvement on Woodward and good? What uh, a cop duo,
1: Mike Brown. Yes. And then what I've actually got written down is Woodward slash Good.
2: <laughs> uh, I would go. I would personally go Brown and Good. Uh, okay. I still, I still Doesn't very that- highly rate uh, Mike Brown. Why do you still very highly rate Mike Brown? Uh, he, alongside um, probably Falau and Ben Smith, he is just about the most solid fullback. Uh, in world rugby and he still offers an attacking threat as he showed on the tour to south africa oh
0: my god tim Farron, the ex-liberal democrat leader has just commented on one of my tweets <laughs> on a sunday night
2: on a sunday night
1: wow i thought it would have been more topical on a thursday evening
2: <laughs> yeah but no he has so to, to wrap uh, before we get <laughs> down a rabbit hole we probably don't want to go down 297,000 <laughs> followers Tim Farron so we all said good Tim uh, Tim you you had a caveat good or Woodward Tim me and you both said Mike Brown so that locks those two in and this leaves us with an outside back as a wild card or a back as a wild card
1: yeah and the contenders for a wild card spot are Danny Cipriani yep yeah. um Woodward perhaps.
2: Woodward, um, yeah. yeah.
1: Cock, cock, cock and a singer perhaps. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure who else you might think as a potential wild card option. Uh, someone, someone like Ryan Mills that you said, or, a yeah. or an inside center, an Oli Devoto type.
2: Millsy Devoto, Brad Barrett, Barrett, Johnny Williams. Someone like Christian Wade in in past years might have been considered as a wild card. He's just he's had such a bad start to the season. Mm. For me, it's probably. It's probably Woodward.
0: Of course, it's Danny Cipriani. Behave yourself. <laughs> he plays ten. Uh, D- he, disruptive. He, he, he pl- bad team player. Big personality. Uh, negative press. Plays fifteen two. Scores tries. Wins games. If it's not him, you're insane. Mm. If you if you want a,
1: <laughs>
0: if you want a fifteen playing ten, on, 10 on. or a ten playing fifteen, good. So, sorry, I'm going to just take this conversation off in a slightly different way here, right? <laughs> I was looking at the archives of the Times newspaper, right? But Sadly, the archives of the Times newspaper only got to, like, 1982 or something, so... Well, what were really... you
1: doing that for, Jay? Were you doing some deep digging?
0: Yeah, because I thought it would be really fun to read newspaper articles about what was happening 10 years ago today for the podcast.
2: When you say the uh... the archives only go to 1982... Yeah, so you can only look... Only up to, so yes. from... 1850 to 1982.
0: Correct, yes. I can't get anything more modern. Okay. But the Guardian, right, have all their... You can look at all the articles the Guardian has ever written, pretty much. So on and so forth. And I kind of got the time frame roughly right. And 10 years ago, um, they were writing about... uh, They were writing about the impending dominance of Danny Cipriani's career... And him wearing the 10 shirt for the foreseeable future, with which player providing the creative spark outside of him at 12?
1: Ooh. Charlie Hodgson? Nope. Flood? Nope.
2: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Uh um, Jamie Noon.
2: Nope, nope. <laughs> Jamie Noon. <laughs> Dan Hipkiss. Um, nope. Ayula originally No. Shane Gerrity.
0: Yes! Gerrity. Shane Gerrity and Danny oh, Cipriani mate. were nailed on to be the creative 10-12 axis for England. A dynasty for the next it, 10 years. Yeah, yeah. It uh, didn't quite go that way, did it? <laughs>
1: yeah, sweet thank you Jamie sorry mate, i'm just on a call
0: <laughs> all right sorry. <laughs> all
1: right well let's wrap this up right. so, so it's you it's can on, do it's some it's radio
0: sh- shit so final yeah no
1: no, no yeah
0: yeah final wild oh, card. On,
1: right. so that was shane Garrity, sorry that's what i missed
0: yeah so shane so shane Garrity was the um uh, was going to be the guy so yeah i'd pick shane Garrity as, man as my man rap. would have
1: been his the, the backup for that role as well
0: i know it's uh, it is amazing how people think it's going to pan out and never actually does <laughs>
2: So, so, final position, Jason Woodward. No, Danny Cipriani. Tim.
1: Cipriani for me.
2: There you go. I would
1: go Cipriani, but thinking that um, you can't rely on Manu or I wouldn't want to put all my eggs in that basket, and Owen Farrell could well end up at 12, um, I would would pick Danny Cipriani as the wild card in the backs. There you go. And uh, and I trust him to... uh, to behave in the the right way as as he appears to have done in in the last couple of seasons.
0: There we go, there we go. Right, well, let's bring this to a close because I've got uh, some air force pilots on the other line waiting to, well, queuing up to do another podcast. Tim's got a radio show, and I'm going to go out for a few beers.
2: Oh, with who? Uh, with work, unfortunately. What in town? In town. Take him later. <laughs>
1: on a Sunday night.
2: Uh, on a Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, work night out on a Sunday night how irresponsible oh that's nice of you to
0: invite me so anyway <laughs> on that sour note you can find us on Twitter at Rugby Podcast on Instagram on YouTube on Facebook all those other things we'll have another podcast out tomorrow we might even have one out on Wednesday too and there's Rugby Dungeon, there's all those other things so if you want to get in touch with us please do but until next Sunday when we'll be back with a more regular schedule of podcasts thank you very much and let the boys play